Hello, and welcome to the What's Next Christian Podcast, where we believe that no matter where you are in your walk with Christ, there's always a next step. And that next step is going to draw you closer to God as we draw you closer to your community. Because Jesus commanded us to love God and to love people. In the first episode, we talked about who I am and why I started the podcast. And we also covered what is prayer. Prayer is our communication between uh, us and God. It is a the basis for Christianity because Christianity is a relationship and not a religion. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And in the first podcast, I talked about um, the next few episodes are going to be going over a book. Um, it's this book right here on my Kindle. Um, the Prayer of the Lord by R.C. Sproul. Um, and he Mr. Sproul breaks down the Lord's Prayer, and it's a really great teaching tool on how to learn how to pray. This this episode, episode two, we're going to discuss uh, one of the appendixes in the back, which is why pray, um, why should we pray, and then the chapter one, which is how not to pray. Um, but first, let's talk about why do we pray and why, and why we should pray, um, and even if we should pray. Um, why do we pray? Normally we pray because we're in crisis, we have needs, we have wants, um, you know, we have medical emergency, we have a bill coming up that we can't pay, so we go and we take out our prayer lamp and we rub it. Genie Jesus, give me my wish. You know, but that's not how we should pray or even why we should pray. Jesus says we should ask for things. He says ask in his name. And um, But the purpose of prayer isn't about that. Purpose of prayer is drawing closer to God. Getting in that relationship with God. Think about a time when you met a new friend, right? Um, and, and you started hanging out with his friend, right? And the more you hung out with that friend, the more of his tics or his phrases you picked up and he picked up more of your phrases and stuff and so you became more and more alike and that is what prayer is for us it's our relationship with god because our the goal of christianity is to become more christ-like at least jesus was a perfect example and jesus prayed all the time a lot of people discuss well should we even pray because god is um sovereign he is the alpha the omega the beginning the end the omniscient one he knows everything and how it's going to play out. So why would we even pray? It wouldn't change anything because God knows everything. But Jesus prayed, and he's our ultimate example. The Bible tells us to pray in multiple, multiple places to pray. Um, so why would we pray? We discussed in the first episode that, um, like me with my kids, if they're struggling with something, I don't run over there and fix it for them. I wait for them to ask for my help. And God does the same thing. Because he wants us to ask because we need him. So the purpose of prayer and the reason we should pray is to become more Christ-like. What was prayer like before Jesus? People prayed, you know, just like we do. But it was different. Um, access to God in prayer 
only happened to one person, the high priest, one time a year. And he went in to atone for the sins of the people. It's the only time anybody was in the presence of God before Jesus. But after Jesus, we have continual, continual, continual access to God the Father through Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is our high priest and he sits at the right hand of God in heaven. So we have access to him continually. And what does that mean? It means we can always be in relationship with him and with God the Father. And we should be talking to him in good times, in bad times. We should be thankful for what he's done for us. And it's truthfully a really huge blessing. And James even talked about prayer. And he said it this way. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praises. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. I really like that verse, verse 16, which is the last one there. And in the New Living Translation, the first translation was uh, New King James. This, the New Living Translation in verse 16 says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And through James, which is it's James 5, uh, verses 13 through 16, is talking about the relationship with God and the relationship with people because that's how God has designed it for us. You know, and the prayer life was so important to Jesus that his disciples recognized this. And so one day they got a chance to ask him, teach us to pray. And Jesus first says, here's what you don't do. So chapter one of the book is how not to pray, which I think it's funny that um, Jesus said, well, don't do this. Um, because like if I have a problem with my car, say I need to change the alternator and I don't know how to do it. And I go to my mechanic friend and I say, how do I change an alternator? The first thing I don't expect him to say is, well, don't do this. Normally he'll go, he'll go, oh, this is how you do this. And as he's showing you in the process, he will say, oh yeah, be careful of this and don't do this. But Jesus straight out says, don't do this. And a lot of that's because people were used to so much of what he's telling them not to do that they think that's the standard of how to do it. And the first way to pray, he says not to pray is the arrogant hypocritical prayers of like the Pharisees. And in Matthew 6 verse 5 and 6, he says, and when you pray, you shall not be like all the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen, men, seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you go pray, or when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So he's saying, don't stand and try to pray to get praises by men to be have people say, 
oh look at him he's so holy he's so righteous at the way he prays you know but no let them see the blessings of god on your life through your quiet prayer place because then they can say well he doesn't seem to be much but there's something about him and then they can come and ask you how to pray or why god is being so effective in your life and then the second way he says not to pray is vain repetition and this is the constant repeating of a prayer over and over again um and expecting that the more you say it the more of a chance you have of it coming true in verse 7 he says and when you pray do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do for they think that they will be heard for their many words heathen uh, other versions call them pagans but they would repeat multiple words they would do chants and and stuff like that modern religions do that too um, with certain prayers um, certain um, atonement prayers and stuff like that to repeat words over and over again that, that's atoning uh, prayer um, but we're all probably guilty of it um, how many of us pray for our food right and we say oh we're teaching our kids how to pray so we have a repetitive prayer that we pray every single time that we sit down to eat dinner but we're just saying the words we're not connecting the words with our emotion there's no passion we're not thinking what the words words are, words are really saying and people even treat the lord's prayer this way and they say it and they repeat it because it's um part of um their religion or their way of life and the way they've been taught is just to repeat the prayer over and over again um but they don't really connect it to their emotions and connect it to their lives So how to pray. So the Lord's Prayer continues in Matthew 6, uh, starting at verse 8. And Jesus says, Therefore do, my, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. We talked about that before. You know, He knows already what we need. You know, He's just waiting for us to ask for his help. And so Jesus said, In this manner, therefore pray. So in this manner... So he's saying, don't just repeat this prayer. He's saying, use this prayer as an example of how to pray. And that's what we're going to be going through as we go through the book by Sproul. And so then it's the Lord, Lord's Prayer. Um, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us a day, this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So as we go through the book, um, each chapter breaks down a little bit, a different section of it. And we'll quickly recap that. Um, our Father who art in heaven, this is privileged to address God as Father um, because he adopted us into his family. Um, hallowed be your name. This is a petition for God's name to be registered or to regard it as sacred here on earth. Um, your kingdom come. This is the manifestation of his, his kingdom uh, coming in. These are petitions, requests. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is obedience to his will on earth. Just like there's no sin in heaven, this is a petition for there to be no sin on earth through our obedience. 
give us this day our daily bread. This is recognizing his provision for us, being grateful, being thankful for what he does for us. Forgive us our trespasses. Remembering we are sinful people. And then we're asking for his forgiveness. And then as we forgive those who trespass against us, Jesus told us to forgive other people. And if we're not, we don't forgive people, then we won't be forgiven. Um, lead us not into temptation. This is to keep us, keep from testing our, our faith. Um, I think of Job, you know, don't test us like that. Um, but deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from evil, which is uh, Satan. For yours is the power and the glory. Remembering he is divine and he is holy. And he has power and glory um, and creativity um, forever. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he is. And then, of course, amen is so be it or truth, you know. And so that's the Lord's Prayer, and that's what we will be going over in the next few weeks. Um, I'm pretty sure we should be able to do one or two sections um, per podcast. Um, and then here, this is, uh, I mentioned in the beginning episode that I might do a special note or a special Bible fact or anything. Um, I've been listening to a podcast called The Bible Project. It's a really, really cool podcast. Um, and they've been going through, um, the Bible through the Torah, the, the first five books of the Bible and looking at the patterns and stuff and where we're at now are in Exodus and, um, they were talking about when Jesus was at the burning bush or not Jesus, when Moses was at the burning bush, Jesus was there too. I mean, he's God. Um, but Moses was at the burning bush. He's like, well, what am I supposed to tell him? You know, and he, and God told him, tell him I am sent you. And so the name of God that we get out of that is Yahweh, um, which he he told them, he told Moses, I am, tell them, I am sent you. Um, but uh, according to them, that is Ehwe, which doesn't really translate really super well, I guess. Um, so Yahweh, which means he is, or he is continually being, um, he is continual. So that's our special Bible note. Yahweh, um, it's pretty cool. Uh, the names of God, I, I really enjoy them. So right now, this is the end of episode two. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Um, I hope it makes sense. I hope it's broken down pretty easy. Go ahead and comment below if uh, yeah, I need to break it down a little bit better. Um, I hope I'm doing a really good job. Um, next episode, we will be covering Our Father in Heaven. And depending on uh, where I get in my studies, um, we will co might cover that one and How It Be Your Name. Depending on the length of the podcast, I don't want to keep these too long. I'll keep them fairly short. Um, thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. God bless.